Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave and welcome to day 283 of Silence in a Year as I continue along here in my upstairs office which is disheveled and disarray and probably a few other adjectives that I can think of but nonetheless we are moving along in this uh, series uh, moving towards the 300s. So we're continuing on Cardinal Seurat with this idea of, of evil and overcoming evil and how we resist it and how prayer is important in that interior strength that Mary shows us. Jesus even showing us, hey, we need to spend more time in prayer with the Father. Okay? And then Cardinal Seurat in this paragraph says, Christ alone, okay, can give man the strength he needs to confront evil. And I like the way he says this. It's actually pretty cool. Uh, he offers himself as the only power capable of helping man to conquer suffering. And then he goes on to refer to John chapter 15, verse 5, which is from the vine and the branches. Uh, Apart from me, you can do nothing. So you think about it, right? By our baptism, we are, are grafted um, to Jesus. And we are intended to be planted in this really rich soil of our baptism. But, you know, like any garden, that this soil needs to be tended to and fertilized and, and watered and, and the weeds need to be pulled out around it. And part of how we uh, stay firmly grafted, if you will, to Jesus is through prayer. Okay? It's through a, an abandonment, if you will, of ourselves to God, uh, recognizing that full dependence on God is exactly what we need in confronting evil and suffering. But listen to what he says, Cardinal Sarai says, suffering is often the expression of an immense love. And clearly, like I said in the last episode, Jesus dying on the cross was a suffering that shows an expression of immense love. And then he talks about the fact that this suffering is redemptive. And we know this from the last, uh, the last episode that that Jesus died, right, so that we might have salvation, that we might have forgiveness for our sins, that we might have access to the Father and have eternal life. And so he even goes on to say, suffering and sorrow show that we are alive. Okay, guiding the physician more precisely in his diagnosis. It's necessary to accept suffering and to cope with it in silence because you see there's no injustice in the world that does not find a prayerful response in God so I know there are a lot of people out here uh, that may be listening that are suffering in some way and we've talked about this uh, throughout the course of this episode and then the other podcasts we did on grace and suffering but I will say that it is incredible that when we embrace our suffering and the difficulties of life, that God uses this suffering to help purify us, uh, to help draw attention maybe to some things in our spiritual life. Let me give you an example, and I, and I may have shared this before, but when uh, about a year before I became a deacon, I had to do my silent retreat, and I had just been diagnosed with cancer. And so I was like really struggling with the fact that the Lord would like put me through five years of formation and then I would get a diagnosis for cancer and 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 I was not so much upset at God I was upset at myself because I felt like I didn't trust God and I remember going on my silent retreat and having spiritual direction with a priest 
And I told the priest this, and he looked at me and he said, he said, David, it's not that you don't trust God. It's that you're learning to trust God at a new level. That was in 2017. So that was six years ago. That statement, I can still see myself in the room talking to this priest and him saying that to me. That was God, okay, through that priest, all right, giving me a new understanding through my suffering of how much I had to trust him. And as I'm just sitting here contemplating this now, I can really see how I trust the Lord so much more in my vocation as a deacon because it requires a lot of trust. And there's a lot of things that um, I'm involved in and I do that if I wasn't really leaning into the Lord and really trusting him and really listening to his voice, um, that it would be impossible to, to live out this vocation. And I think what's so beautiful about it is, is I'm, I'm literally having this revelation right now that that trust was the beginning of, of being able to hear his voice in a new and different way. There's a freedom that was opened up as a result of that suffering. Okay, as a result of me going to spiritual direction, that priest telling me that, that has helped me to be a better listener, to have greater trust that God is speaking to me when I'm talking to other people, that I can hear his voice and share what he wants me to say. And this is, um, it's hard to put into words, but there's just a greater sense of how God is using me and um, the things that he is calling me to say um, are coming from him. And so I'm not, I'm, I don't have like my wheels turning anymore trying to figure out what I'm going to say with people. I'm listening to them and I'm listening to God. And I trust that. There was a time where I didn't trust that because I was more worried about what I was going to do and what I was going to say. But growing in trust, I can then grow in freedom. And when you experience that freedom, the Lord pours into that freedom. And when he does, it's like, okay, watch out. So anyway, a lot there to digest, uh, but we'll do another one tomorrow. So may Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. See you next time.